Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. It is the JR Sport Brief show on CBS Sports Radio. Thank you so much to everybody tuned in all over North America. My name is JR. I'm going to be here with you for the next two hours. Shout outs to every person who is just listening to Thursday Night Football, where the Baltimore Ravens beat the Bengals, the final score, 34 to 20. Unfortunately, in a few seconds, I got to share some injury news with you. For the Ravens, it ain't good. I put it to you that way. Lamar Jackson's okay, though. Anyway, if you're listening on the free Odyssey app, I appreciate you. If you're tuned in on your local CBS Sports Radio affiliate following Thursday Night Football, thank you. Shoutouts to everybody on Sirius XM Channel 158. And if you're on a smart speaker, thank you as well. I guess you're ahead of the game by talking to a robot. If you got one of those robots, just ask it to play CBS Sports Radio. Boom. Show pops right on. I'm coming to you live from Atlanta, Georgia. Our super producer and host, Dave Shepard, he's holding it down for us on the boards in the big fancy studio with the fancy equipment in New York City. I mean, we've talked about a lot already. We're going to get into Major League Baseball. We got two MVPs tonight. Acuna and Otani win MVP. We'll talk about the Oakland Athletics moving to Vegas. We got plenty of years to talk about that, actually. And then we also discussed earlier in the show uh, Michigan giving up, just saying, hey, fine, we'll accept the three-game ex- uh, suspension of Harbaugh in exchange for you, the Big Ten, stopping its investigation. So we won't see Harbaugh again for the rest of the season unless they go ahead and you know, uh, go out there for the, the Big Ten championship game and on. So uh, we, we got plenty of time to get into that. Let's get to brass tacks tonight uh, on Thursday Night Football. Expected to be a good game. Cincinnati Bengals trying to, uh, you know, get back into the mix. They headed into tonight with a record of 5-4. and four, And Baltimore trying to just keep on rolling. And that they do as Baltimore wins tonight 34-20. to 20. Uh, They now have a record of 8-3 and three, sitting at the top of the AFC North. And the Cincinnati Bengals, they're now 5-5. Five and five, And they are sitting in the toilet. Uh, but unfortunately, a lot of what's going to revolve around this game is injuries. Mark Andrews went down early in the game. He went down, caught a pass from Lamar Jackson. Uh, He was on his way to the goal line. He was tackled just short of the goal line. One of these hip tackles 
where the defender kind of grabs you at the waist, drags you down. Well, he kind of grabbed at his, his waist, Mark Andrews' waist, and his leg and his ankle pretty much got caught underneath him. And unfortunately right now, this is, uh, this is pretty bad because it's now been said, especially as John Harbaugh talks to the media this minute, this second, and we'll play it for you uh, when he finishes, John Harbaugh says that Mark Andrews has a likely season-ending ankle injury. And we know Mark Andrews is the ultimate security blanket for Lamar Jackson. Somehow, someway, when things break down, he's right there in the middle of the field uh, to help out Lamar. And, and for tonight, heading into this game, 521 yards receiving to go along with six touchdowns. These dudes have been uh, football attached at the hip since they entered into the NFL. And this is going to be a hell of an adjustment for the Ravens if Mark, if Mark Andrews is out for the year, as uh, John Harbaugh has said. Uh, John Harbaugh says, unfortunately, on the negative side, Mark Andrews has a very serious ankle injury. It looks like it's season ending, and so our prayers will be with Mark. Now, on the other side, this is a major injury here for the Cincinnati Bengals. I thought this game was going to be good. Hope that was going to be good. I gave up all of that hope when Joe Burrow had to exit the game with about five minutes left in the second quarter. Joe Burrow was able to go out and connect on a touchdown pass to Mixon. But immediately after he threw the ball, Joe Burrow kind of bent over, shook his hand, and now we learn that he has a sprained right wrist. It looks like he uh, had the injury uh, coming into the game. And uh, you know what? Just let's, let's listen to this courtesy of the Bengals radio network. Joe Burrow is walking into the locker room. They're just showing a picture on the TV screen of Joe Burrow heading toward the locker room. And he tried on the sideline as he was mm. throwing. He his throwing motion. He couldn't finish extending his right arm. The throwing oh motion. So I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's an elbow, a shoulder, what the problem is, but he's struggling for sure. He was really upset as he had the football in his hand, started to do the throwing motion, and grimaced in pain without releasing the ball. And, and now he's kind of grabbing at his left side. I wonder if he's got some sort of an issue with the left side as he tried to follow through. I, who knows? I mean, it's all conjecture and speculation now. And Jimmy Burrow and his mother, Robin, they go to every game. They're in the stands, and Jimmy Burrow's wondering what's going on with his son Joe right now, as everybody is. Yeah, pretty bad. And we didn't see Joe Burrow after that. He did not play at all in the second half. Uh, he was able to go back out onto the sidelines, you know, had the earpiece in his ear, was sitting around looking at the tablet, discussing strategy. Uh, but we did see Jake Browning. And let's be real, Jake Browning, it would have been miraculous if he led Cincinnati to a, a comeback win. It, it, it did not happen. Earlier in the game, even Lamar Jackson looked like he went down with an ankle injury. Uh, but he was able to to shake that off, and he completed uh, the game. So it doesn't appear that we'll, we'll have any problems with Lamar Jackson, and we certainly know his history when it comes down to uh, leg and ankle injuries. I told you about John Harbaugh uh, addressing the injury to Mark Andrews. Pretty much said that it looks like a season-ending ankle injury. 
he just spoke. And so let's listen to Coach John Harbaugh talk about his star tight end. Unfortunately, on the negative side, Mark Andrews has a very serious ankle injury. It looks like a season-ending injury. So uh, our prayers will be with Mark. He, uh, nobody cares more about the team and, uh, and being there for the guys and Mark Andrews. So it's going to be hard for him, but we're going to be there for him all the way. Yeah, it's, it's going to be tough. I mean, we, we've, we've talked about this for years. Uh, how's Lamar going to finish the season? Is Lamar going to be healthy enough to finish the season? And uh, one of his, his main targets, as always, outside of Zay Flowers, is, is going to be missing in action. Lamar, he talked about it sitting down with Amazon Prime on the desk after the game, and this is what Lamar had to say about Mark Andrews going down. That's my guy, you know, uh-huh. my guy since my rookie season. We, we came in the league together, and, you know, um, just for him to go down like that first quarter, and I, I feel like he was going to have a crazy game. But, you know, God on his side, God on our side, you know, and um, I wish it's with him. Yeah, Lamar Jackson continuing on, uh, one of the best quarterbacks in the league. He might be on his way to another MVP. Uh, tonight, Lamar Jackson finishing with 264 yards passing to go along with two touchdowns. Uh, he did not turn the ball over Lamar Jackson also known for his rushing obviously had nine carries for 54 yards Gus Edwards leading the way on the ground for the Ravens Gus Edwards had 12 carries for 62 yards speaking of injuries Odell Beckham Jr. probably had his best game as a Raven uh, tonight four receptions led the team with 116 yards receiving his longest pass a 51-yarder. Well, I should say his longest reception, 51 yards. And even Odell, towards the end of the game, he looked to be favoring his shoulder. But Odell, he also sat down with Amazon Prime, and he was happy about the results. His shoulder looks to be okay. Now, we saw him embracing his son right after the game, and that was one of the positive aspects that Odell found about tonight. Listen to Odell. You know, he, he sees you. He doesn't, he doesn't know if I had a good game or a bad game. But um, <laughs> right. they've shown me a video last week when I scored. He's jumping up and down in the suite. Like, oh, thank you. like he there just he knows. Is. So, man, it's just oh. there's nothing better than that right there. And, and he's my everything. He's my why. And uh, I'm just trying, you know, my hardest to make him proud. And there you go. There's some positivity for tonight. Odell loving his son. Back to some unfortunate negativity. Life is all about balance, right? I told you about Joe Burrow sprained right wrist before the game camera zooming in on his hand getting off the team bus has a wrap on his hand and then he fell on that hand and he looked cooked tonight and he was cooked didn't play head coach of the Bengals Zach Taylor he was asked about Joe Burrow and this is what Zach Taylor had to say I know it's very early but um, I guess it's a wrist injury that, that Joe suffered yes is it is it I don't know anything beyond that. Just a sprain or don't? Yeah, I don't, I'm not sure. Yeah, well, it's been reported that it is a sprain. And we got no idea what's going to happen with Joe Burrow. I assume if it's only a sprain that he'll be back in action against the Steelers on the 26th. But we'll certainly have to have uh, time to see. Jake Browning, the last time he really played football was at Washington. Uh, he was able to throw a garbage time touchdown Uh, to Jamar Chase when the game was pretty much already done. And for whatever reason, the Bengals radio network spoke to, to Jake Browning. 
I guess they wanted to get some insight. And uh, this is Browning on replacing Joe Burrow. Definitely bummed to see him go down, but I'm kind of the one guy in the locker room that's got to prepare as if he's going to go down. So, uh, you know, throughout the week, just getting ready in case he does. And felt like I didn't really miss a beat hopping in. Bush would have gotten some more drives together. But, yeah, anytime, anytime anybody goes down, it sucks. And obviously Joe's a big part of the team, so him going down sucks. But that's kind of why I'm here, just to go in when he goes down. That's why I'm here. The main guy of the show, the, the star quarterback, gets hurt. I pop in. Jake Browning, 68 yards passing, threw that one touchdown to uh, a Jamar Chase, was also sacked three times, and so he didn't completely suck. But we knew this game was done when Joe Burrow went down. And so it's unfortunate because we've really had some stinkers here on both Monday Night Football and Thursday night football. And to actually be excited. I was excited tonight for Thursday night football. But it seemed like every time, every moment, and every second, there was some new injury. Mark Andrews went down. And now we know that he is likely done for the season with an ankle injury. And then Lamar Jackson went down with an ankle. And then he had to go into the tent. Thank God he was able to come back out. Joe Burrow goes down, clutching his hand, can't throw the football, couldn't grip it. Now Joe Burrow has a sprained right wrist. And then, hopefully this is minor, Odell Beckham Jr. Unfortunately, has dealt with leg injuries throughout his entire career, still recovering from that that torn ACL again Uh, tonight. He's kind of clutching at his shoulder. It appears that, that he's okay. And tonight, what I thought was going to be a great game, it was just like, hey, can, can we get this to hell over with? And I got to be real. That's how I feel about the Ravens season. I expect them every single year to win 10-plus games. I'm bored with the Ravens now at this point. They got one of the best offenses in the game. They got the best rushing offense They have the best defense. They only allow less than 16 points a game, and that's good. I expect them to do this every single season if they are healthy. I want to know what the Ravens do in the postseason, okay? It's not a waste for them. They have to go through the year. They have to, you know, grab their position. Maybe they get a bye. Right now they're 8-3. and Let's get through the regular season. Every now and then, callers will hit us up. It doesn't matter what sport it is. Why don't you talk about this team? Well, this team is so good right now. Well, this team is so Well, listen, man, we, we expect them to be good. I ain't going to talk about the Ravens every week. I'm expecting them to whoop some ass. After how many seasons do we say they're good, they're good, they're good, they're good? Are they healthy? Good. What are they going to do in the postseason? For the Baltimore Ravens right now? Doesn't look like you got to worry about no Buffalo Bills. I'm talking about from from a historical perspective. Uh, for the Baltimore Ravens right now, don't don't got to definitely worry about no Patriots. What are we going to do? Go to the AFC Championship game? Are we staring at the Ravens and the Chiefs? W- what happens there? That's what I like to see. The Ravens have been sitting right there for the past few seasons. Unfortunately, Lamar has gone down with leg injuries. 
I want to see them finish out this season. I want to see them get to the postseason. And I want to see if we can finally get Lamar and not just a championship game. Can we see him in a Super Bowl? I wouldn't mind that. I don't care about no Ravens 10, 11, 12, 13, 14 win season. Don't care. Doesn't matter to me. What are y'all doing when you actually get to the playoffs? And that we got to wait for. And unfortunately, it appears that they will not do that with Mark Andrews as he is uh, apparently done for the season, according to their coach, John Harbaugh. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. The Bengals, who knows what their fate looks like. I think they're cooked. Joe Burrow can come back from his sprained wrist. Bengals, I'm, I'm not interested. Let me know when the Bengals win like four games in a row. Until they do that, I don't got no faith in them to do anything. That is, even if Joe Burrow just pops back onto the field with his sprained right wrist. We got so much more to do. 855-212-4CBS is the number. What are your thoughts on tonight's game? Are the Bengals done for the season? I would lean towards that. In Baltimore, spare me. Let me know when we get to the postseason. That's really what I'm waiting for. We're going to hear from more of the players. I'm sure the coaches will say more as well. We'll get into Otani and Acuna. We'll get into the Oakland Athletics, soon to be the Vegas Athletics. We got a lot to do. It's the JR Sport Brief Show, CBS Sports Radio. Don't get injured during the commercial break. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. I listen to you every night. In a whole hospital that I work at, I got 50 guys listening to you. I walk around this hospital now, and all I hear is JR. Call in now at 855 212 4CBS. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here on CBS Sports Radio. Yeah, we, we know the final score for tonight. Thursday night football, the Ravens beat the Bengals 34-20. Mark Andrews goes down with an ankle injury early. Looks like it's a, a season-ending ankle injury for the tight end from the Ravens. And then we also know in the second quarter, Joe Burrow goes down with a sprained right wrist. Uh, he throws a touchdown, immediately reaches for his right hand, and he did not play the rest of the game. He is able to return to the sidelines. Uh, where he is handling a tablet without utilizing his right hand. And then after the game, he went to go greet Lamar Jackson, greeted a lot of people, and that that right hand stayed at his side. Didn't want to give anybody five, didn't want to shake a hand, just dapped everybody up, little fist bump here uh, with the left. And so we'll find out the extent of his, uh, his sprain sooner than later. Uh, we talked about this earlier on in the show. Uh, Carissa Thompson you know, admitting earlier in the week, uh, obviously sideline reporter for, for Amazon and also for Fox. And she told the folks over at Barstool earlier this week that years ago she would fabricate her sideline reports, that she would say things that just did not happen, period. Uh, I spoke to coach and he told me that they need to play hard or convert on third down. 
she said that she would say those things even if she didn't talk to the coach. And she, her point was, well, it, what does it matter? I mean, is the coach going to get mad at me for, for stating the potential obvious? And, and so after Joe Burrow's injury tonight, people on social media wanted to have a field day with uh, Carissa Thompson. Uh, and the fact that she's told some lies before. Uh, one of these uh, comments that I'm looking at right now says, I just talked to Joe Burrow and he's doing great. Signed, Carissa Thompson. Zach Taylor says that Joe Burrow's right thumb is an amputation candidate, per Carissa Thompson. And so, yeah, we, we got a lot of people, uh, you know, making light of, of the situation, unfortunately, at Joe Burrow's uh, expense. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. James is here from Gainesville. You're on the JR Sport Brief Show. What's up, James? Hi, JR. I just wanted to say that with the Bengals game tonight, you know, but I think it's, it illustrates that it's important to have a decent offensive line that will protect your quarterback. You know, and a lot of these teams go out and get a high-caliber quarterback, but they don't they don't really invest in, time, in trying to protect them enough, you know. Yeah, and then they're shown yeah. when they don't have them no more, you know. Yeah, I think that goes without saying. I, un- unfortunately for Joe Burrow, we know from the get-go in, in training camp, he went down with that calf injury. Looks like he was rounding into shape. And he came into the game with this hand injury. I mean, he got off the team bus, and we saw one of these super cameras zooming in on his hand, and he already had a wrap on the hand. And at one point, I don't remember which Raven hit him, but a Raven hit him, and he went down. That hand hit the ground, and that hand blew up like a balloon. And we didn't see him for the rest of the game. Uh, do I think he'll be okay? I think so, yeah, but we got to find out the extent of the sprain. Is it just a sprain? Is there a bigger issue? Are they going to see or find or identify anything when the swelling goes down? Uh, Not answers that I believe uh, that we'll get tonight. Not at all. 855-212-4CBS. Alex is calling from Tuscaloosa. You're on the JR Sport Brief Show. What's up, Alex? Hey, how's it going? It's going very well, man. What's up? Yeah, I wanted to talk a little SEC championship. Go for it. You're live on the radio. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess when I say this, obviously I carry a little bit of bias going to Alabama, but I truly believe the way the two teams are projected to go, that the winner of the SEC championship, like I wouldn't guarantee it, but I would be feel very strongly that they're just going to end up winning the national championship. Either team, whoever wins that game, I think once they get that win, it'll just be those next two games. It'll just start that, I guess, I don't know, that roll into that championship. I don't know if you feel differently, but. Well, isn't that the unfortunate part of of college football? I mean, we could have said that for the past, I don't know how many years. What, eight to ten years we could have just said that? I agree, yeah. So let's let's let it play out. We know Georgia is, is back in the number one spot. Uh, we know Alabama is coming on strong here late as they've kind of adjusted things, and Milrow is is playing better, better, most certainly better than he was playing earlier as they didn't know who their QB was going to be. But l- let us get there first. I mean, that's uh, – I want to say unfortunately, maybe for the rest of the country, unfortunately it's the same old story, but let it play out first. I know from your perspective you'd certainly like to see Alabama go on a surge and, and kind of just – I don't want to say shock the world – but end up back into the mix. Well, let's see how they close out the season, all right? 
No, I agree. I think the one team that could give them problems, which I guess is also you can say over the last few years is pretty obvious, would be Ohio State. But I really think it's like at the end of the day when it comes to those top teams, that's when the five stars and four stars, you really see the differences in those teams. All right, well, let, let's see what happens. We know historically, you know, it, it's been uh, Georgia going up against Alabama and then getting punched in the mouth. We know more recently Georgia's been able to go ahead and win the last two championships, and let's see if Georgia can continue on its run or whether or not Alabama's going to get its get back. Uh, with time will tell. We only got to wait a few more weeks, Alex. Thank you for calling from Tuscaloosa. Appreciate it. Hey, have a good one. You as well. 855-212-4CBS. Kevin is calling from Bloomington in Indiana. You're on the JR Sport Re Show. What's up, Kevin? Uh, JR, man, you've got the best show since the sports reporters were on ESPN years ago. Well, thank you. I'm less of an investigative anything, but I appreciate that. What's up? No, but you know what you're talking about. Man, I have to say the Bengals are probably done for the year. A wrist injury with the quarterback. You know, that's 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 brutal. I hope it gets better for him because y- you can lose that wrist and that, that'll hurt you the rest of your life. What, what, lose his wrist? What do you mean? Oh, just, you know, when you have a bum wrist, you know, I can speak from experience. What? Uh, think, think of the bedroom, JR. Oh, my God. <laughs> Hold on a second. Shep, is that appropriate? I can keep going with him, right? Yeah, because you. I mean, it could be any. I mean, you could be stretching in the bedroom. I mean, you, ah, you, you, you he could, could be painting a, a portrait like Bob Ross, right? Yeah, yeah you could be. Okay. Uh, you could be reading in the bedroom. Let me bring him back, Kevin. You talking about reading books, right? Of course. Okay, keep going. <laughs> Makes it hard to turn the page. Yeah, I've heard. Oh, well, I just wanted to talk about Oakland moving. I was a fan fifty-five years ago. And losing the Raiders, Oakland's one of my favorite towns in the in the world. And I just wish that maybe Vegas could get their teams through expansion rather than, you know, getting some of these old-time, you know, legacy, legacy teams from cities that deserve them. Yeah, but you, you understand the the reason why it's not expansion, it's, it's relocation. You understand the economics there, right? The money. Yeah, why split the pie when you just move one place, one team to another, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, it's a dynamic earth, and change can be hard to deal with sometimes. So uh, that's just my perspective. I just remember the days of George Blanda and Jim Otto, and uh, it's just a damn shame. Hey, thanks for listening to me. Sorry about the bedroom reference, and... uh Keep up the good work. Well, thank you, Kevin. No apologies necessary. Typically, I'm the one making the bedroom joke, so don't sweat it. No, it is sad when it comes to uh, Oakland sports right now. Well, damn it, what is Oakland sports? The Golden State Warriors are all of a sudden a good team, and then they move to the other side of the bay. They go to downtown San Francisco. Like, what a shock, right? Go, Go a little bit closer to where the money is on the other side of the Bay Bridge. And then... We already know where the Raiders went. I know the Raiders have moved around a bunch, L.A., Oakland, Oakland, L.A., and now they're in Vegas. And Allegiant Stadium, by the way, beautiful place, much better than that dump of a coliseum that they had to share with, with Oakland. And now Oakland, I mean the A's, I should say, 
they're moving from that dump too. They're going to be playing right on the strip. Like, this is crazy. Just if you would have told me 20 years ago, 10 years ago, that we would have a baseball game across the street from the MGM Grand, across the street, really, from the airport, I go, what? Yeah, we got baseball and sports in Vegas? Yeah, well, we, we do. Because it's where the money is at. And so that's why the Raiders are there. That's why there's a hockey team there with the Golden Knights. By the way, you're defending uh, Stanley Cup champs. That's why the Aces are there, a WNBA team. That's why the Oakland Athletics are going there. And eventually, and we talked to Bob Whitsitt earlier this week, actually last night, former president and GM of the Supersonics, the Trailblazers, and the Seahawks. Come on now. We're going to have NBA expansion. Naturally, we probably going to get a team in Seattle. And sooner than later, there's going to be an NBA team in Vegas. Vegas is big sports town, USA. Vegas, sooner than later, and I think it's already trending in that direction, maybe if the Raiders get their lives together, Vegas realistically has a chance to be the sports capital of the United States of America, especially when you factor in the acceptance right now of gambling. Vegas as a city, as a metropolitan area, is going to continue to grow. It's pretty ridiculous. And unfortunately, Oakland had to get sucked dry in the process We're going to talk about this more on the other side of the break. I'm going to get to more of your calls as well. That's 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. I really enjoy your show. I try to listen every night. Uh, it's a great show. What's good, JR? Glad to be on the call with you, man. I love the show. Call in now at 855 212 4 CBS. It's the JR Sport Brief show on CBS Sports Radio. We talked about Baltimore beating Cincinnati tonight 34 20. Uh, Joe Burrow exits the game in the second quarter with a sprained wrist. Sprained right wrist, didn't return. Eventually, we'll find out his status, I assume, over the next couple of days. And then also, Mark Andrews, we learned from John Harbaugh, he left the game early in the first quarter. Uh, He had to exit uh, with an ankle injury. It appears that it is a season-ending ankle injury for Lamar Jackson's biggest security blanket. And uh, we got a whole lot more to discuss and talk about right before we went to break. uh, It was brought up about the Oakland A's. It's It's official. The owners voted on Thursday. Uh, they approved a move of the Oakland Athletics to Las Vegas, where they will play and build a stadium right on the strip, right across the street from the MGM. Uh, it appears that they're going to tear down the Tropicana Hotel for all my folks who are familiar with Vegas and the strip. And they're going to build a 35,000 seater. Uh, and all things considered, the Oakland Athletics are going to play their first season there. Uh, Starting in 2028, I want you to listen to this news uh, as it broke. This is from News 3 in Las Vegas earlier today. 
Breaking news here from the live desk as it's over. MLB updated. This just happened. A unanimous vote. All 30 owners approving the Oakland A's relocation, even though we still don't know where they'll be playing the next few years, but expected to be officially at, with the new site there in 2028. The A's will become the newest baseball team. Las Vegas' first Major League Baseball team as MLB owners overwhelmingly approved owner John Fisher's relocation proposal. Follow the money, right? That's it. Unfortunately, Oakland is now uh, barren pretty much of, of Major League teams, professional sports franchi franchises. And it's, it's sad. I get it. The Oakland Coliseum collapsing. It's a terrible place. But I mean, damn, it's just uh, feel bad for the city. It's a, it's a major city. It's a great city. I enjoy Oakland. It's a working person city. Uh, and it's just bad that the Warriors, the Raiders, and, and now the A's, they're all gone for greener pastures. Unfortunately, it's the nature of business. And I assume uh, their current lease expires in Oakland after next season, after 2024. Uh, I assume they're going to go out to Vegas and play their games for a couple of seasons in a minor league ballpark maybe a college ballpark uh, before their stadium is ready, assuming that happens and takes place in 2028. You're going to have a lot of people going out to Vegas to watch the A's, and it ain't going to be to watch the A's. It's going to be to watch their, their home ballpark. It's similar to the Raiders right now. A lot of people go to Vegas to watch their favorite team, and they make it a weekend trip. 855-212-4CBS. Carl is calling from Sacramento. You're on the JR Sport Brief Show. What's up, Carl? Hey, how are you? Uh, thanks for taking my call, and I really enjoy your show. Listen to it every Wednesday. Um, I, you know, being in Northern California from Sacramento, I would just tell you that I am saddened and really almost disgusted that the A's are being plucked away the way they are. I think it's a sad day for, you know, one of the most storied franchises in baseball, the third winningest in terms of World Series titles. And uh, it's horrible for Northern California. I'm surprised that more people in the state government didn't make an effort on this behalf. I know it's just business. But for a lot of us in Northern California who grow up watching those story teams of the 70s, I've been an A's fan for 50-plus years. And this will, no question, turn me off from baseball and Major League Baseball. I will not be traveling to Las Vegas to go watch the A's. Wow. And I'm sort of like, sort of thinking that I've, I've heard over and over again, there's discussions that Oakland may in the future be able to pick up a team again. You have a willing buyer in the area with Joe Lacob who knows how to run a franchise like the Haas family did with the A's back in the 90s. And I'm not quite clear why they didn't make an expansion team out of Vegas, keep the A's there with a willing, you know, big-time well, spending owner. And it, it, anyway, overall, it, it's just it, a sad day for, for Northern California. I hear you. Well, from a business perspective, n nobody wants to split the pie. Uh, that's what it boils down to. I mean, just to create an expansion franchise, let's, let's think about it in even grander terms. This is not going to sure. happen. But if Major League Baseball decided to extend itself to 60 teams – that's that's a lot of pot is split. It, it doesn't make financial sense. And even when you think about the billions of dollars that they already make to just pop up another franchise lessens the pie for the other owners. It also lessens the pie for the players. 
and nobody wants that. And so what's easier to do? It's it's straight relocation. I understand the sentiment of it, uh, and I, I certainly don't agree. I think what happened in Oakland and how they bled the, the team dry with the fan base, they didn't give a damn. And it's, yep. it's, it's, it's ugly for Major League Baseball to have done this. Am I shocked? Am I surprised? Hell no. And thank you, Carl, for calling from Sacramento. I mean, I can go further. I'm not going to sit here and tell you that I know all of the political workings in the Bay and, and what they were trying or attempting to do to, to put the team on the water and build a stadium. But, but this I do know. It doesn't matter what the league is or what the team is. These leagues operate from a space of, of corporate welfare. They walk in and they try to strong arm the cities into paying for a portion of the stadium. That's it. And uh, apparently, I assume, I could assume wrong, it appears that Oakland said, ah, no thanks. Or maybe they arrived to the party too late. But come on now, Vegas is going to say no to building anything? I mean, every time somebody pops up into a hotel room, you get taxed. You're getting taxed all year long. I mean, Vegas might be able to finance a stadium just based on all the hotel rooms that are currently occupied because of the F1 races. I mean, come on. They don't give a damn. They ain't necessarily taxing the residents as much as they're taxing all of the tourists and all of the conventions and everything that comes in. It's, it's pretty terrible, man. And we heard this from Trevor May. He made this clear. Like John Fisher, you, you, I've said this. Media has said this. Uh, people in the city of Oakland have said this. Who likes John Fisher? I think the answer is nobody. 855-212-4CBS. Charles is calling from Houston. Charles, you're on the radio. Charles is not on the radio. Curtis is calling from the Bay. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Hello? Yes, you're live on the radio, Curtis. Go ahead. This is Chris. Okay, Chris. Sorry about that. I can only read what's in front of me. Josh is here from Sacramento. Go ahead, Josh. What's up, JR? How are uh, you? So, I'm good. I'm good. So, I've been a diehard A's fan for as long as I can remember. I remember going to the Coliseum with my grandpa for my very first sporting event ever. Got to see uh, Jose Canseco and Mark McGuire all that, but, uh, man, the thing, the way I'm looking at this, yeah, Oakland had a great fan base when the team was winning, but John Fisher decided that he was not going to put a winning product on the field in order to get the A's out of Oakland is the way I feel. Oh, absolutely. No, it's not how you feel. It's factual. (laughs) Well, the way I'm looking at it is since he got his way, he threw his temper tantrum and got his way. If he doesn't do what he needs to do to put a winning product on the field, because at this point now you have a location that people will actually want to go to, you know, there's no tax in Nevada. So, you know, you're going to be able to try to bring in a little bit bigger free agents once it's all said and done and all that. So as long as he actually goes and does something with the team, which he hasn't done in his entire tenure as the A's owner, this could be a positive for the team. But the simple fact is, is he has to do it, and he has to stop being such a tightwad. 
Man, to be honest, I, I agree with you, but I don't think it's going to matter too much. It's it's mostly about the location. That's it. And it, it's not just about John Fisher. It's about Major League Baseball. It, it's about the economics of saying, hey, we, we got a team in a growing market where gambling is is, is the mecca, at least for, for this side of the, the world. We know you go out into to East Asia, gambling is, is even bigger. Uh, thank you, Josh, for calling from Sacramento. This is no different than Jerry Jones helping to push the Rams into Los Angeles, saying that we need a team in L.A. And damn it, they said, you know what? We're going to put two teams in L.A. And who were the teams that, or who were the cities that got kicked for it? St. Louis and San Diego. It, it sucks. It really is. But it's about the market. I mean, is anybody going to run around and tell you that the NFL is a, is a stronghold in L.A.? I wouldn't say so. I mean, is it ridiculous not to have a team there? I think so. But to throw two out there, it's it's vanity. It's taking advantage of the money. It's for contract and television negotiations. It's for tourism. Uh, the NFL decided to build their, their new studio and headquarters right across the street uh, from SoFi Stadium. And so Vegas is no different. It's the biggest playground in the country. People go out there, and now they can say all year round, in Vegas, you can come see professional sports. You can come see your favorite team. You can go to that new hotel and that new pool they built up in downtown uh, where you can sit around all day and say, oh, oh, well, it's it's summertime, so uh, I'm going to sit down and watch the A's. Oh, well, it's fall and winter. I got the Raiders. Oh, well, it's the summer. Also, I can go see the Aces. Oh, it's winter time. You know, let me go to T-Mobile and sit down and watch these Golden Knights. Give it a few years. Five to ten years, we'll be able to talk about an NBA team out there as well. And maybe, well, that won't be maybe. Thank God the NBA, new TV money, they won't steal a franchise from another city. You don't have to worry about that. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. 855-212-4CBS is the number. I'm going to get to more of your calls on the other side of the break. There is some positive baseball news, right? Otani and Acuna winning MVP in their respective leagues. They did interviews, right? In English, right? No, they didn't. We'll talk about the MVP winners plus some football on the other side. Don't move. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 
We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 